Welcome in. It is the better angle, not Kate Constable and Cameron Smith. Jake Hassan and Gabe Ramirez here with you the next three hours. Everybody's gone, Gabe. Football's hey. over. Everybody's gone. They yeah. called in the reinforcements. Yeah, and I will say this. If, if it is Cam Smith and Kate Constable, I'm Cam Smith. Okay. I have no problem being Kate Constable. <laughs> Kate Constable's a rock star. I'm yeah, in with she that. Probably, she makes way more money than I do gambling. So. <laughs> She's <laughs> definitely way more profitable, so it's not bad to be Kate Constable for sure. But this is the better angle. Welcome in. Happy to be here. And just before we get into, you know, like sports stuff, because whatever. But I want to I talk about something first, uh, as I do. Uh, if you listen to BetQL Daily or You Bet or You Bet during the week, um, I like to take things off the rails sometimes. And, you know, I, I'm going to try and bring a good show to us today. Randy brings a great rundown, a great plan. Lapka brings something, I imagine, <laughs> to this program. Um, but I'm going to bring something else right now. I'm bringing beef. And we got beef, Gabe. You and I? You, you and I got beef oh, right now. This, we're starting off the show. Uh, you know, right and, and this is the first time that we've co-hosted before yes. and together. You don't follow me on Twitter, man. What's up with that? Oh, is that what's what going on here? Oh, I could do that right what, now. What's up, what's up with that? I'll, you did I'll a pre-show you, tweet, tagged me in and everything. Don't follow me. Though. That's right crazy. Here. I'll tell you what it is. Honestly, so, you know, my history is more from like pop radio. And in pop radio, you know, we didn't really use Twitter much. Okay. So we're more of like an Instagram. In the, in but this isn't place. your first time. Don't use an excuse right now. To do what? The, the, to, do, your, to work with you? Yes, it is. Well, with so, me, yeah, but so you hosted me, before. No, no, no. So the thing is this. So I don't use Twitter the same way a lot of other people do. So, like, if you're tweeting out amazing things, like, I'm I not, wouldn't even know. You're not missing anything. You know, like, Kevin, Lab, I don't, do, I, do I follow you, Kev? Do I follow Randy? I, I hope so. I don't follow a lot of people, <laughs> i got to be honest. Just because that's not my, my first source of stuff. But, you know, I, I, I'll do it right now for you, man. Cause I, I mean, it's you, just, it's a little hurtful. Just I'm scratch my name off that list that you have. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sure that I'm, I'm on it. But no, I don't want to be on no, it, we I don't, promise you. No lists. All right. fine. But it's okay. That's good, though. I got it. I'm following okay. right now. Chicago Gabe has followed me back. So everything is right in the world. There you go. Um, good hot start. You know, I just... All right, now, the, hold on, hold on. Did you follow me? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. From, when we were on the, from when we were on the podcast yeah, together? Yeah, right there. Followed you back. I just see. Fo followed you back. See, man, look at that. Guys, let's start the show over on a high note <laughs> in the, where Jake's not upset at me. I like this. I don't All want right. to be mad. Reset. This is the better angle. Welcome no in Jake Hassan, Gabe Ramirez. No beef. No there beef. never was. Uh, <laughs> if you were just tuning in, there definitely was not any beef that was just settled uh, for sure. And now we can go ahead with this show. I like this. Yeah, you know, like it's this. good. It's almost like it's almost like we were dating, and you're like, "Babe, why aren't we Facebook official or something like that?" And now that we are, though, now we can actually be co-hosts on a show. Yeah, That's now what it's it now is. it's like we've hard launched the relationship. I, I, I appreciate that because we want to hold this show to a standard today, right? You know, and 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 we can't be we can't we can't argue correctly, uh, you know, disagree beautifully if if we're not following each other and we're not true friends in that way. Right, and now we've rectified that. Yeah, yeah. The fence has been mended. I, I could, if you want to go on this route though, Randy, because I do don't mind living in these places. We could talk about the fact that Jake didn't say hello to me for the first year that he worked in this building. I didn't know who you were. I'd say hello to a lot of people. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. For me, that, that wait, I whole got calendar year. He didn't say hi. A to you. Whole year. I'm, I also, I'm walking in the 670 score. I don't I, think I, we I've saw been, each other that I've been much here though. Either. 16 years. I see this guy in the hallways. I'm like, damn, this guy's an a hole. He don't talk to nobody. He wow. Just, he just kind of puts his head down. He thinks he's too cool. I'm like, all right, that's fine. No, the difference is, and then I, I worked on a podcast <laughs> with him, and I'm like. 
this guy's cool as hell. Why does why is he like this? <laughs> why is he grumpy? Well, see, and then I no no. Then I started saying what's up to him in the hallways. Look at the head scratch. Then I started saying what's up to him. So I like to be friends in real life, Jake. So I got beef with you in uh, in in real life, but I I settled it, and then you have beef on on the Twitter sphere. And now we're good. Well, a couple things uh, to to answer your questions. <laughs> um, before you ask me what's wrong with this dude, please consider that I don't know either. So that's sure, the first thing sure, of this. Right, um, right. I'm I'm not grumpy. I'm scared. <laughs> that's the difference. <laughs> I'm scared of people, okay. which is a really great. Uh, career that I've chosen Fair. here to uh, work with people. In a room. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, you know, all that time in the Beck Hill studio by myself with my thoughts has warped my brain. I can, so, I can see that. Because you know. it's like a little isolation tank in there. So Right. And but the I'm only sure other person I see is Mario on a regular okay. basis. And but, that really warps a person. But I'm sure brain. you have an opportunity to really put together some really good sports thoughts. You know, we're going to find out in the next three hours. So uh, let, let me know. But come 6 o'clock six Central Time, <laughs> let me know. And we'll go from there. What have, you, what have you been thinking about since the Super Bowl has been over? Mostly the Super Bowl. Still the so, Super Bowl. Because, well, first of all, that game was awesome. Okay. It was not great for the first three and a half quarters. I disagree. I thought it was great. I, I love I love thrillers, Jake. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I like thrillers. And to me, it was a thriller. It was a sit on the edge of your seat kind of a football game. It was slow to start. And then, but once, I mean, by the time it ended, and obviously overtime always makes everything, especially in a championship game, yeah. when you go to overtime, like that makes everything better. But at first I was like, man, this might drag. And at first, because the way the 49ers started that game, Kind of thought we were just going to get a curb stomping too. It kind of looked that way initially. I had the I had the Chiefs the whole way, and I had, I was in a room with like my dad and a couple of my friends, and I had all I bet all of them that the Chiefs <laughs> were going to win. So for me, it was it was more so like a guys. I'm a Bears fan. I'm a Bulls fan. I'm a Sox fan. I've seen this movie. I've been on the other side <laughs> of the movie where you have this like this confidence, not realizing who is on the other side and knowing that in the second half or whenever that case is going to be, at some point that individual is going to turn it on. And Patrick Mahomes did that. Yeah, I mean, that's just he's so great. And it's kind of funny because that never happens, I feel like, especially in the gambling space where everybody is on the same side of like, Best quarterback, best coach, they're yeah. just going to win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Everybody yeah. was right. Yeah. Everybody was right. And I feel like that never happens, but it did. And, I mean, it was very profitable for me, very profitable for a lot of people. Did, did you have any, like, uh, any cool, you know, side bets? Like, you know, like any, uh, you know. So I would have really, really loved if Travis Kelsey won Super Bowl MVP. That would have been really awesome. Okay, okay. That would have been so really great. Was that? Right, um, right. But he didn't. And if, if he had just gotten in for that touchdown, I feel like we would have gotten there. But. <laughs> You know, it's a quarterback award, so whatever. Uh, the the silliest that kind of bet that I had on that game was the Kyle Juszczyk overs, which hit immediate, like, first play of the game. I was like, I looked around, and I was like, I told you guys they were talking about this all week on, on BeckQL, all <laughs> week about this guy. I wish I'd played ladders. Like, he ended mm. up with, like, 30 receiving yards, and it was three and a half. Unreal. I wish we laddered it. But it was a really awesome game, and now you, like, think about, because the 49ers and the Chiefs are obviously co-favorites for Super Bowl next year, and it's like, yeah. That's that seems yeah, right. How are you gonna, yeah, I think a lot of times as fans, you know, we tend to think that there is this huge shift in like the top of the pecking order. Mm -hmm. But I think, but I think it's because we go through the season, we hold every team to this level of greatness, right? Mm -hmm. So when we see these odds for next season, and we say what Chiefs, Niners, or like whoever else is in that space, and then it's like. Well, yeah, because who else is going to get good enough to, to leapfrog those right. people, right? And I think that even though they look beatable, a team like the Chiefs, you were just mentioning it in the first half, and you see, well, how can this team be at the top of the NFL next year already? And you're like, 
Yeah, it's because you, you, you're waiting for like this perfect game from a team and for them to do it week in and week out. It's like, that's not the NFL. The NFL is winning multiple different ways and different scenarios. And, and Patrick Mahomes proves that, you know, week in and week out. And for, for me, when I was watching that game, that, that's why I laid the money on him. Mm-hmm. What, I, what I was trying to bet on was the, like, you know, a lot of places, BetMGM, they allow you to pick, you know, the, the last number in the score, like squares. Oh, yeah, yeah. So for me, you know, I, I bet money on squares. I got friends. I do that yeah. kind of stuff. And then I'm thinking to myself, I open my bet MGM app, and I'm like, oh, my God, they're giving me the opportunity to actually pick the numbers. Like, I get to pick it. And then so you pick the, the, the nice ones, right, the seven threes. Mm-hmm. The, and then it's 5-2 at the end of the game. And you're like, everyone lost. Yeah, everybody they picked it. it would have been. So that's why you got to pick those obscure numbers like that. So that was my, that was my one little bet. But outside of that, like I said, the Kansas City Chiefs was my jam. Do you think just, Kyle Shannon let, can... let me give you a, a stat. Since... The, the Chiefs traded Tyreek Hill, and everyone said they're going to have to re- regress a little bit. They're 7-0, obviously, in the postseason. And I can't remember what they all the players they've used they got in those dr- with the draft choices. Mm-hmm. So I think it's worked out pretty well for the Chiefs. Well, yeah, they people, did okay. People were saying like that technically these last two years were kind of like rebuilding or yep. getting, you know, getting them right for, for the future. And the defense is super young, so like there's no reason this team can't come back and do it again next year. Yeah, I saw people wondering, like, oh, does Patrick Mahomes need a number one receiver? He does. His name is Travis Kelsey. The guy's already there. And also, Rasheed Rice is awesome. And he's going to be – and he was a rookie. Yeah. He was really good. I look at at the Kansas City Chiefs, and I think, you know, their number one receiver that he needs is just whoever's the number one receiver. Right. Whoever Whoever he decides to make the number one receiver. Yeah, it's just like, whatever. It doesn't doesn't matter. And I think – you know, in the NFL, especially, you know, here in Chicago, where we are weighing the, the, the options of Justin Fields or Caleb Williams or, you know, what's the, the uh, quickest path to a Super Bowl. I think, you know, in the case of the Kansas City Chiefs, the assumption was that, oh, he's a quarterback that needs a number one like Tyreek Hill in order mm-hmm. to, to have success. And I think he proved everyone wrong. And no, no, he's the, the alpha quarterback that is just better than everyone else around him. Not to say that there aren't some teams that could use a guy like Tyreek Hill yeah. you know, in order to take themselves the furthest they can actually go. But the Kansas City Chiefs, I mean, when you're looking at, I don't want to go to Bears yet. I don't want to do it. <laughs> I don't want to do it. I said it. I know everybody got perked up a little bit. We got, uh, we got 10 minutes we got, in. We, I we got, think we did all right. We got time over there. But, but I do think that you know, Patrick Mahomes doesn't strike me as someone that – it's because the, the the desire to win. We saw it in quarterback yep. and, and, and Netflix. You heard it, Randy. We were just talking about it. The sideline audio from the Super Bowl. I mean, this is a which guy was crazy. Who, despite winning Super Bowls, you hear about the, the the layoff, right? You win and you're not as interested. I mean, this is a guy who could care less about what he did in the past and is simply focused on his legacy and winning championships. And that's ultimately what you want if you want a really good quarterback in the NFL. And we were talking about this, uh, and my, when I say we, I mean, Ken Barkley was talking about this on You Better, You Bet, uh, 3 to 7 Eastern, Monday through Friday. But, you know, that we've seen this, we saw this with the Patriots. Like, they went through their first stretch, they won their first handful, and then they kind of went away for a little bit. It doesn't feel like that's going to happen with Patrick Mahomes, especially because they're running it back next year. Like, they're, like Travis, everyone, the speculation was, is Andy going to come back? Is Travis Kelsey going to come back? everybody's coming back. Everybody's coming so back. So it feels like they could easily get their fourth altogether, and they're not going to have that kind of lull yeah. that the Patriots had. Like, just they go- just might keep going here. It, yeah, and it just goes back to, you know, who's under center, and it's, it's Patrick Mahomes. But, you know, with those guys running back, you even look at the defense. 
I think it's like six of their starters are, you know, on rookie yeah. contracts. Including Chris like Jones and Sneed. So, I mean, you know, so, so, so there's guys like that that, you know, they still have that foundation there. They're bringing in guys that are buying into the culture, that are understanding, you know, if our leader, Patrick Mahomes, is playing at a high level and putting in 100%, well, then if whether I'm a rookie, uh, 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 a veteran that's coming in, yep. it's kind of like, you know, just like they're all, they all have the same mindset. And that's the coolest thing. That's how you have success there. Do you think Kyle Shanahan can win a Super Bowl in San Francisco? Yeah. Sure, I, I think over two. I know it's like, but but you're getting there, right? I mean, if the question is can he, mm-hmm. then it's like, well, the assumption must be that, that he's going to get back there, or or where San Francisco's at in the present, especially in the NFC, that they are good enough to then at least be one of the top teams to be competing. So, the 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 the, the opportunity presents itself. I just again, it's tough. It's like it's like asking like if the Knicks would have in the '90s or Reggie <laughs> Miller and the Pacers would have. It's like, damn, you got Patrick Mahomes in front of you. It's just really tough. Yeah. Uh, a question that I've been asking people on my show on Six Seventy to Score, Jake, is has been, you know, how are teams supposed to combat a Patrick Mahomes? Not only you know in the AFC where they have to get hurdle him in order to get to a Super Bowl, but even in the NFC where you yep. you you're like, well, I'm going to face, face the big boss right. at the end of this video game, right? Like, how can these teams do? When you look, when you think about the NFL where those teams are at compared to a team like Kansas City. I mean, how far is that gap? And do you think that they can just continue on this run where no one else can even come close to a Patrick Mahomes? I mean, it feels like the gap is pretty wide. I mean, we saw, like, look what happened in the Ravens game. Everyone was all, like, people loved the Ravens. People thought the Ravens were, like, this great team that was well put together this year. Lamar won an MVP, and then they just got cooked. And they just got smashed. And so it feels like the gap is pretty large there and and if i'm betting the futures for the nfl for next year's super bowl i'm taking nfc teams because i don't even want to like i want to push to see patrick mahomes see the big boss like you said as late as possible like i want to take just nfc teams because i don't want to risk like say you like the Bengals and you like joe burrow coming back or you like the ravens you might have to see the chiefs in in arrowhead probably in divisional weekend or sooner, and that would really sing. Yeah. Like, ask the Bills how that went for them. <laughs> so it's just I want to push seeing Patrick Mahomes as far down the line as possible. So I'll take shots in the NFC, which admittedly the options aren't great, but, I mean, maybe you take a shot with, and this pains me to say because we're in Chicago and I'm a Bears fan, but maybe you take a shot with Green Bay because maybe you think Jordan Love is that dude, and that is terrifying and so painful to say, but it just might happen again. And so it's like, I want to not see Patrick Mahomes. I want to see him as late as possible. So if I'm betting it, I'm taking NFC teams. Yeah, and I'm looking at, even you know, we're talking about teams that, were, that have fallen to Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs. I mean, Miami Dolphins, one of them as well, yep. right? Where they yep. the, they think they have the best opportunity to go to the promised land, and they unfortunately go up against a Kansas City team in Kansas City where the weather is you know, what it was. But ultimately, you just don't want to be in that position right? where you're facing teams like that you know, in the beginning. But, I mean, when you're looking at Kansas City and what the odds are for them, I'm not a big futures guy. I like my money, and I like to gamble with it in the present. I don't like holding it up and waiting eight months in order to get. Wait, you're saying you don't hit it when you hit a futures? Oh, it's so nice. Oh, it's great. Okay, I got one. You're you're saying you don't want to tie your money up for the next twelve months? Yeah, exactly. You don't want to do that? No, no. If it's not a CD, then I don't. I'm not getting any return on my investment. I want zero profit. I want zero to do with that. But my biggest hit ever in gambling it was off of a futures bet, a parlaying a bunch of other things. So 
That was great. But you like futures? You're, you, oh, you're, the big futures. Like uh, MLB especially, like award. I love awards. Okay. I, love, uh, I mean, shout out to Joe Flacco and Kevin Stefanski forever uh, in my heart now. But, uh, yeah, I mean, futures, you're right, though. If you're going to bet an NFL future, you you can wait four months because it's not going to move that much over the next and few just months. Injuries before, right. Like you want to wait and yeah. see, like, what if Joe Burrow's leg is not okay? Yeah. And so that's just something that you have to keep in mind. But this is the better angle. Jake Hassan, Gabe Ramirez, we're with you for the next three hours. We're here with you until 7 o'clock Eastern time. Stick with us on the other side of the break. Going to get in some college hoops, get in some NBA All-Star weekend because that's actually happening. So stick with us. Coming up, more live sweats and winning bets with a better angle on the BetQL Network presented by BetMGM. Welcome back. The better angle, Jake Hassan, Gabe Ramirez filling in for Kate Constable and Cam Smith. Last segment, first segment to start the show, we went all over the place. We did we did a lot. We did a lot of Super Bowl, though. And uh, spin it forward, though, to NBA All-Star Weekend. And last night, we were talking about this in the break, and I just want to talk about this because it's so funny. Benedict Matherin and Jaden Ivey just going at each other. I, I love stuff like that when there's just beef with, like, younger <laughs> players that's going to continue. Because they're going to be in the league for the next, like, 10 years at least. Yeah. And they're just going to hate each other the entire time, and it's going to be very funny. Yeah, and, and, and the reality is, I mean, there, there needs to be some new life injected into the NBA, right? Yeah. Scoop Jackson uh, from the Chicago Sun-Times did a fantastic article about the NBA All-Star game, and he had a quote. I, I tweeted out earlier. Jake, you follow me. You might have seen it. Yeah. Um, you, I actually <laughs> quote tweeted, and you didn't see it because you didn't follow me at the time. But he said that, you know, it, it, NBA is not dead. The NBA All-Star Weekend is not dead, right? It is just meaningless. Mm. And it's really true. And if you go into the article, he points out that, you know, last year, the NBA All-Star Game was the least viewed All-Star Game with 4 million people. It was like the first time that Saturday had gone down below 4 million. It, 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 and it was from 6 million. So it's not like, you know, I lost a couple hundred thousand, right? You lost a couple million people in this. But the reality is, when we think about the All-Star Game, right? And, and he was talking about also how, you know, the way to get it back is like there needs to be like a momentum. People need to care about it again. And I think that's what was, you know, 2003 was the most watched All-Star game. So when you're thinking about that time, like the tail end of Jordan's career, Kobe's still there. You have superstar players, but people that actually cared about the game still, right? And there's this like video game component to All-Star weekend that kind of like no one's really interested in because we already know you can shoot the best, you can pass the best, you can jump the highest, you can do all those things. But people want to see that on display against the best players at the highest level. And I think the All-Star game's kind of gotten away from that a little bit. I mean, I heard... I heard you say you're not going to watch it. Yeah, because because I mean the All Star Game itself is just like I think like you said it's mean like it doesn't there's no juice to it like the players don't really care it's just score as many points as possible you obviously just hammer the over if you're betting it but it's just there's no like you said there's just no juice there's no like competitive fire it feels like they're just they're just there for fun like these guys just missed out on a vacation. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> it does feel that way, doesn't it? I mean, what Doc Rivers said that when talking about the Milwaukee Bucks, which is hilarious that he's coaching Half my this teams game. in Cabo. I mean, yeah, it's it that's hilarious. There should be a component where it's like, because I think I'm, I'm trying to think, right, Jake? Like, what made those All Star games, you know, so interesting? And I think it was, you know, an opportunity for some of the best players to try to prove who was the best, mm-hmm. right? Like when Jordan was playing, the other guys that were playing against him were like, "I'm gonna outshine Jordan," right? I'm gonna score more points there. And then even at the tail end of Jordan's career, when Kobe was there, like people were still like, "I'm gonna win this All Star." Yeah. Uh, or what is it, the, the MVP of the All-Star yeah. game, right? Like, that was something. That was something to be coveted. Now it's kind of just like, 
ah, I shoot fifty threes. I throw it off the backboard. You know, I do I some cool here and there. Yeah, exactly. Like you do something cool. It's not like I'm trying to score more points than you, or, or I'm going to stop you from scoring points. And I think that's that's the biggest thing. Okay, favorite bet is always the over under though. You always hammer the yeah. over though, right? Yeah, hundred percent. It's like what I think. There's like, no defense in this game. What is it right now? Is it three twenty? Has to be twenty and a half. Over. It just doesn't matter. It's over. Yeah, it, it just does doesn't not matter. matter. It's going to be two at three twenty. 160 to 160. <laughs> in. So I'm in though. How could it not? Like, we'll how could it not go game. over? Because this game, these guys just want to score as many points as possible. Get the hell out of there. Like I just, I don't see any argument for why you would ever bet the under in this game because it's just consistently Jeez. goes over 363 and a half at BetMGM right 363. now. It was 184 to 175 last year. Right. Like that's like, this is crazy. So 359. I might bet the under. If no. you bet the under, no. you're you're a sicko if you're betting the under. You know, life's that's too short crazy. to bet the over. Isn't that how the saying goes? No, that's the opposite. So you're a sicko if you bet the under. That, yes. That, okay. Yes, All you're right. a sicko if you bet okay. the under. By, by the way, uh, one of you gave your filling in for Cam today. Yes. So, yes. Uh, Cam, one of Cam's phrases that he uses is glorified scrimmage, and that's what the NBA All-Star game is yeah. now, yes. right? Now, the Pro Bowl the last couple of years was just as bad, right? 0.0, 0 seconds watched of the right. Pro Bowl this year. Yeah. I'm it's, I mean, way good. Now it's like a flag football game or something yep. like that. But – to go back to what Gabe's saying, like back in the day, I think it meant something to these guys, like to win. Like I don't think any of these guys, except for the last three minutes, care. Like yeah. they, you're throwing the ball, you know, the ball off the backboard, trying to get the cool dunk, or someone shoots from half court, basically, and, and well, makes it. You know, but there's really there's no intensity until yeah. the last. Randy, two or three the, minutes. the the biggest issue over the last couple of years, and to your point about them not caring about it, right? Whereas before, you know, the Eastern Conference wanted to prove that they were better mm -hmm. than the Western Conference, so that that way, once the playoffs started, it could be, hey, our mountain was higher to climb than yours, and with you know, Team LeBron versus Team Giannis. Like that is the ultimate scrimmage, right? Where you're literally just picking up guys, and it's not—it's not even. You don't even have, you know, an opportunity to showcase your your side of the of the NBA. And I think that was something that happened that kind of played into that as well. What did you think of the, like guys picking their own teams, Jake? I so I liked it because the last just thinking about the last couple of years alone, like last year when Jokic was the last pick, I'm not being hilarious. <laughs> like that was so funny. And then uh, the year before that, I forget who was it that nobody was it Harden that nobody wanted to pick, oh. and he was just like left there, and then they're laughing on national TV because nobody wants to pick him because everybody hated him. That's what I think makes it fun. Like I think the m most fun part about NBA like All Star Weekend is hearing about the individual beefs. Yeah, because that's like that's what's so fun about NBA Twitter too is why it's so funny because you have these individual beefs like and i mean even going back to last night benedict matherin and Jaden ivy like that's why i think it becomes fun that's what you need to like bring the intensity because these guys are telling each other face to face i hate you yeah. like or even i'll bet you twenty five thousand dollars i make these free throws misses both hilarious you look like an idiot you're a doofus now you think he's gonna pay up the money yeah you no, can't you not. can't not did they, was there like some sort of, I didn't see it. So was there some sort of agreement? Like when he said it, he was like, yeah, all right. Or was it like, okay, cool. Yeah. Like there was a, there was a like verbal agreement. To the, and just, so it's like, I think you had like, that's a bad Could look. You if imagine you imagine telling an NBA player at NBA, you're not talking about like, you're not like at the park with like your friends and you're like, I bet you, you're not going to hit these two free throws. You're talking to an NBA player that is 12 feet away shooting by himself with no defense. And you're confidently telling him. You're not gonna make these two hilarious. That's embarrassing, that's right? Yeah, that's awesome. Like that's what I think the NBA needs to bring that intensity to the All Star game. You have to have these guys just hate each other, which you know, like, sounds bad to say that you want people to hate each other, yeah. but like on the court, 
like beefs on the court are hilarious, especially in the NBA, because you're right, they're so close to each other, they're right next to each other, and you can't like run away from it. I have a feeling that the All Star game gets better once LeBron James retires. Really? I think there's this, I mean, because there's this, let's say like LeBron James is in, we're talking about how to make it better, how people play stronger, right? When I think about LeBron being there, it's kind of like almost like an homage. Like, oh, okay, we're here. Here's LeBron. Do your mm-hmm. thing, bro. We know you're, you know, one of the best ever. If he if he leaves, I'm trying to think about who is going to be the next wave of NBA players, right? That are yeah. going to take over the All Star game. Luca, Shea, Anthony Edwards. Got <laughs> I see Anthony Edwards saying like, uh, I don't care about whatever you guys are going to do. I'm going to get the ball and I'm going to dunk on everybody, yeah, right? We're like right now. With LeBron being there, maybe he's he's you know a little more passive than he probably would be, you know, yeah. without him there. So I think I think maybe that's the answer to, to a better All Star game. Or I'm just trashing <laughs> but, on LeBron. Why yeah, better the answer to make the All Star game better. Take LeBron yeah, out. Yeah, get of LeBron it. out of there. I get what you mean though. Like sucks the air out of the room. Like kind of like doesn't allow for anybody else to kind of shine or do of their thing. Which or even want to be that aggressive. Like Tyrese Halliburton. Let's take him. You don't think okay? He's on the. Team I think with, he's going to go crazy in this game. Actually, that's like, what I would want. I, I think he's going to win the. But MVP. if Giannis is running downhill fifty times, you know, during the game, he's, he's probably going to be more, you know, passive. Look at a guy like Paolo Boncaro. I love, love Paolo Boncaro's game. I think he's a walking bucket, scoring anybody, can score from all three levels. But he's a guy as well where I feel like he's someone that in a couple of years will be someone that would want to be dominant and just kind of take over the ball. Who else is on here from this East team? Trey Young will be good to watch. On the West, though, I'm thinking Luca, Luca, like Luca and Anthony Edwards on a team like really playing hard, trying to win against Giannis. Giannis who's going to try to play hard. Yep. Dame Lillard's not going to play hard. No, they I don't got to put cares. him on the bench. Tatum. Tatum will play hard. I could see him wanting to put up 35 and and, and beat Anthony Edwards. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you need that's like what you that. need. Like yeah. something like that, like a, some underlying storyline that's going to propel it to like where you want to watch and think that it's supposed. Because like Jokic. He doesn't want to be there. No, he does not want to be there. KD, KD's not putting in maximum effort to be the MVP. Like, that's not happening. So, I mean, Devin Booker, he don't even like double teams in practice, let alone in an all-star game trying to put it. So, it just, I can see, you know, there's a lot of softies in there, is what I'll say. I would never say that to their faces. But but it's like like that old tweet uh, where some guy tweets at an MMA fighter, like, you're you're terrible, and he goes, "Would you say that to my face?" No, because you kick my right, butt. Like you know, that's why I said it on Twitter. Yeah. It's like that's me. But to, I want to talk about Tyrese Halliburton for a second sure. because I kind of think he could win MVP of this game in Indiana on his home court in front of a lot of Indiana fans. You would assume, like, mm-hmm. even if he doesn't score a ton, like if he has like 16, 17 assists and and scores like one. you know twenty, yeah, like. He can, like he's 11, 12 to one right now. Yeah, I, I, I mean that makes the most sense, right? And I could see the guys that and he's play, starting players with. Players try to get him the ball. Or right. Literally, what yeah. I was just about yeah. to say, Randy, like yeah. the guy who he's, guys who he's, who he's starting with, Giannis, Joel, Joel's not going to be there. Uh, uh, Dame and then Jason, I could see them being like, "Go ahead, young buck, like go ahead, do your thing, put yeah. up in thirty shots." But the problem is this: he got to make them. <laughs> Fair, <laughs> but but also like we talked about, there's no defense. Still, when you're pulling up from that far away, if you're not Dame or if you're not Trey Young, and not saying that Tyrese can't hit him because obviously he has a really good three-point shot, but I'm just saying like it's different. I mean, it's just harder, man. It's it's, it's tough. Who else could somebody that you need could uh, walk away with the uh, All Star? You think LeBron has a chance starting? I, so I think just from a narrative standpoint, like like we just talked about, this is like his event. Like this is the LeBron James Show All Star Weekend. Like that's part of the reason I think he can just win it because it's like all right, yeah, like especially like last three minutes yeah. end of the game, he goes all right, I'm just gonna win the game for us. Like that could do it. Obviously, like if Steph does something crazy where he just 
chucks threes from half court Coming and makes off the all bench, of them. Just kind of kills. I could see that as well. I, I, do, I do think LeBron wants one more major award. If it's are we considering this a major wait, award? Wait, you know, you know, all star game. He wants another MVP. Uh, he's not a Finals MVP, All Star game MVP, like playing game championship or whatever, or not the playing game. Yeah, right? yeah. in season tournament. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. that wasn't good yeah. enough for him. Was he the banner. MVP for that, or was it Anthony Davis? I can't remember. Was Anthony Davis was uh, playing some good basketball. I think it was him. Yeah, yeah, he was playing some good basketball around that time. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's very possible. It's like that. I can't imagine it happening. He just passes a ton. I don't think he's, you know, he's gonna be like go ahead. I mean, he didn't even go to practice yesterday, right? He didn't even go to practice nope. for 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 the Western Western uh, Conference uh, team right there. So he's he's at that level now, bro. Right? Yeah, he does. Do like, you think Jordan would ever miss a practice for NBA All Star game? Are you kidding me? No shot. Absolutely not. No shot. He'd be trying to like think about what plays we're gonna run against the. He'd be drawing up defense. Team. Right. By the way, happy, happy birthday to the goat. It's That's, his birthday today. Thank you. Happy birthday, Michael Jordan. Thank you. Shout out, Michael Jordan. Happy birthday. He's clearly listening. Obviously, Colin I mean, Coward. We were, I was talking about this yesterday with my wife because we were talking about Michael Jordan's birthday. Where does Jordan live? I said Miami. I mean, I said Miami. I, yeah, I mean, doesn't he? He owns, a, he owns his own golf course in Miami now, doesn't true. he? True. Yeah. I mean, if he's in Chicago on February 17th Could when be. he has the option to go to Miami or anywhere else. Listen, he wasn't here for his uh, ring of honor. Right, Bulls. fair, so facts. Maybe he's in town for, yeah. for this thing. Hey, but don't, we're not just in Chicago, Papa. We're, 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 we're nationwide right now. That is true. So Which know. I also, speaking of Miami, a town that's sort of close to Miami, it's in the same state at least, there's a part of me that wants to take Paolo at 200 to 1 for All-Star Game MVP. There's a part of like that seems like an outrageous price. Two hundred to one is wild. That's too wild. You just know he's not gonna get enough minutes. Right. Well, that's but it's like, what's Cyrus Halliburton at? Halliburton's eleven to one on BetMGM. That's a great. That's, right. That's that's the hammer yeah. bet right there. I bet it yesterday. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> it, because because I think it's already it was twelve to one on MGM yesterday. It's already moving. Like I think there is an actual narrative because there part of this is narrative. I think there's a narrative reason for him. It's in Indiana. It's on yes. his home court. Like he's a rising star as it is. Like he's going to get MVP votes most likely. So there's a conversation we had that they're going to try and get him the ball. He's good. Also, he's in the game for a reason. So I think there's a real shot that he's going to win this award. Who has the the shortest odds? Giannis. It's so at the top of the board, yeah, it's Giannis six board. to one, LeBron seven to one, Tatum nine, Curry nine, Dame Lillard at ten. Never, not even with your grandma's <laughs> money. Durant eleven, Anthony Edwards eleven, Tyrese eleven, and I see. I, I think there's some value there in Jason Tatum. You know, he's a high, high volume scorer. You know, he's selfish <laughs> in a good way to where he wouldn't care about who, who else is on the floor with him. He'll put up those points. And he'd be like a guy who's, you know, not passive, right? Where he wouldn't be like, oh, no, go ahead, bro. You're good. Go ahead, shoot. He'd probably he be like, no, no, no. I'm going to go ahead and do this. I think that's great, great odds for Jason Tatum. Halliburton, of course, 11 1 for, as you mentioned, the storylines that are there. Giannis, 6 to 1. Does he care enough? I don't think he cares. I don't think he cares enough. And he's a guy that cares. Giannis cares about a lot. I mean, averaging 30 and 11 uh, this year is wild. He's too busy throwing Doc and his teammates under the bus for the last two weeks of their season. It's been bad, whatever's going on up there in Milwaukee, man. Yeah, I mean, shocker. Injecting Doc Rivers into a dysfunctional team isn't helping things. Color me shocked. I mean, I I can understand that you might need like a month or so to like figure things out, but... There's not even glimpses of hope. Yeah, the way they are losing games is horrendous. It's brutal. Yeah. But Giannis, maybe, is he going to want to show it again? I really want to bet some money on this because this sounds like a, I love, see, this is the kind of bet that I like. 
I like bets like this because there's plus money available. Yeah. And all I have to do is pick the right one. Right. So <laughs> you that, just got to throw a dart. Exactly. And so I, I'm, I'm gonna think about it during the during the commercial. Bet Helbert. No, do it right now. Do it with conviction. Bet Helbert. <sighs> bet Helbert. Make a bet. It's Jason Tatum. My my mind, my money, my pockets. They're all just taking me towards Jason Tatum. So you're walking in. Gabriel Ramirez offic- official bet nine, nine to, one? to one. Jason Tatum. <laughs> nine to one. Jason. Tatum. Yes. All right. I'm on Halliburton. With half of the money put on Tyrese Halliburton. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll, t- we'll allow it. All right. That was NBA All-Star Weekend. We'll do a little bit more on this. Three-point contest, dunk contest, obviously, coming up this weekend, too. But this is the better angle. Jake Hassan, Gabe Ramirez, stick with us on the other side. We're with you until 7 o'clock Eastern time. We'll see you on the other side of the break. Welcome back into the better angle. Jake Hassan and Gabe Ramirez with you until 7 o'clock Eastern time. Randy Merck and Kevin Lapka, Mario Harone with us behind the scenes doing excellent work. Everybody, if I do say so myself, give a little shout out to everybody. I like to make the rest of the crew feel great. Oh, and Kenny's here. Kenny's on the board, right? Yeah. Shout Kenny out Kenny. Shout out Kenny. Great guy. Love Kenny, guy. we got a hot dog and a burger in here for you. <laughs> Kenny, there's food. Speaking of making a few people feel But also, better. like, stay on the board, though. You know what? I'll, wait, I'll bring wait for it to the break. Next, I'll bring it to him next break. Hey, Mario's that. not doing anything. He could do it. <laughs> Yeah, way to lift people up and tear them down. <laughs> I see. So, well, here's my thing with Mario. Me and, Mar- me and Mario have a very, uh, a very unique relationship. And Did that... you not talk to him for a year or two when you first met him? Well, he didn't. <laughs> that's, that's actually, if it makes you feel bad, I do that to everyone. It's like, it's a vetting I'm process. Joking. Honestly, that's my sense of humor. I'm no, I mean, <laughs> it's my vetting process. No, uh, Mario just moved here, and he was in the horrible city of Indianapolis. So, once he finally moved to an actual city, I had to welcome him with open arms. Um what were we talking about? Was, no, no. Who, who just said, what NBA player just crapped on Indianapolis? Who was it? They were just on a podcast. Kev, you saw the, you saw the video? They were talking about the last places. And he went to Oregon. Oh, this sounds Oregon. familiar. He, went to, he played ball in Oregon. And he was talking about the last place he'd want to go. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I'm trying to. But oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, oh Josh Hart. Josh Hart. Thank you. Yeah. He was on a podcast with Jalen Brunson. That's yeah, they, they have a that, new podcast. That Thank podcast you. is hilarious. Though, and so on that one, Josh Hart was he was doing the joke him Noah to Cleveland, where he's like, "Who goes to India? Who wants to go to?" Sorry, Mario. I'm not. Sorry, sorry, bro. It's a flyover city. Sorry. Is it underrated? Is it? I, I saw some. I saw Rob Brown, famously of Bet for the Cycle, right before this show, tweet that uh, Indianapolis some slander about it. It's not really slander because it's true. And Mario responded with, "Well, have you been to St. Elmo?" Oh man! Like that's your argument for this city? Like that's what we're doing uh, here? Are we, are we sure this is what we? This is the hill that we want to die on? It's ridiculous. Yeah, thank, uh, thankfully they have the All Star Game there this weekend. <laughs> thank I, God. I, I've been to Indianapolis twice. Once for a Bulls game, a stadium was nice, and then I did once for. Uh, the Colts game when they played the Bears. That stadium is amazing. Oh, the stadium's great. And I will so, Mario, say, you got that. Were you going to jump on? No, jump on. I, 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 I oh, yeah, we'll give you a mic for you. got no exactly problem. 30 seconds to make your No problem. Your case. Uh, first off, shrimp cocktail sauce, one of the best in the country. So, just we're going to say that right there. What are we doing uh, here? Best what? what are we doing here? Stadium's nice. People, so gracious. They'll get you shirt off the back. Uh, fantastic city. Everything's close. How many Cheap. Times, how, how many times have you given your shirt to somebody on the street? <laughs> uh, one time. Actually, I regretted it. <laughs> you can't. This is great. Get, this is great. Go back to your great. seat. That's ridiculous. I like it, though. He goes, we'll give you the shirt off their back, and then he immediately says, hey, I did that once. I regret it immediately. Mm-hmm. I will say that it does seem like when, like, the combine and stuff is there, it does seem fun, but also, like, that I assume that's because of the people, like, you have athletes there and stuff that, yeah. like, going out and stuff. So, I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll let Mario take us on a tour of Indianapolis one day. 
I got to say, better I, angle live from India. I just from gotta, Lucas Oil. I, I mean, if it's from Lucas Oil, I, I've, I've cool. been to maybe be maybe be maybe like 15, 20 stadiums in the NFL. Lucas Oil, my favorite. Really? Yeah. Oddly enough, just the the, the it looks like this, like how with the studio <laughs> that we're in right now, where it has this like exposed thing, it's retractable roof. Just I've been to a lot. It made me feel good there. And you know what? The people were nice, except well, for the yeah, racist people. Those those people weren't nice in Indiana, well, but. But the other ones, uh, generally they, they were not great. ever uh, anywhere. <laughs> they were great. But All Star Weekend this weekend in Indiana. I mean, like, think about it. If you're one of these people that travel around the country to go to All Star NBA All Star Weekend, you really want it to be in a beautiful city, right? So you can enjoy yeah. it. And it's like, if you go to Indianapolis, I mean, there's only like eight bars and that you're really going to go know. to the strip. How many we got, Mario, on that strip? Twelve, ten, four to six. Four to six. <laughs> Four to six bars. That's what I'm saying. So it's it's it's, it's uh you know so you have some options. You have four yeah. exactly four options. Also, how do you have four to six? You know what? Never mind. I don't, I don't, I don't want to break down the yeah. infrastructure of Indianapolis anymore. Like where is where, like Steph and Sabrina after the three point contest? Like where are they going to go eat? They're not going to have many options. You know what I mean? Do they just stay in the stadium? Who do you think is going to win that one? I mean, it's, it's, so here's the thing. So. Steph, if I'm then correct me if I'm wrong, but Steph's going NBA ball from NBA range. Sabrina's going WNBA ball from WNBA range. Fair. So I feel like if that's the case, which I have no reason, I, I looked it up yesterday and I think that's the case. I read it on the internet, so it has to be true. She's shooting from the NBA three point line. Oh, she is doing she that? She is, yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. But I thought with I... the WNBA ball, correct? Yes. I feel like. Because Steph's obviously a heavy favorite. You're taking way too much time to say the obvious answer, which is Steph Curry. But I feel like, well, yes, <laughs> he's the favorite for a reason right. because he's one of the one of, if not the greatest shooter of all time. Like, what's the line? Favorite? How much? Is it minus five hundred? Minus uh, two seventy for Steph. Two sixty five, I think. Yeah. Thank you, Kev. Yeah, that my, sounds about right. Minus two fifty at BetMGM. Like, yeah, I I would never ever bet that. I might take a shot with Sabrina though. Why? Because. I mean, she's really good. I, but the only problem is it's from NBA range. Like that's, and also like never seen that before. Like if we had if we had film of her like shooting from NBA range, then I'd be more. But like minus two fifty, really? Oh my god, she hit she hit forty four point eight percent from the three point line last WNBA. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so that's what I mean. Like that's she can crazy. shoot. She can shoot. It's just I like oh I wish god. we had seen. Like I wish there were some like advanced stats, that's advanced what, that's, analytics. That's, that's what defense. Yeah, right. It, like right, right, this right. is just open. This is just run like nobody around. I might, I might float that too. Just to that's what up. I'm saying. Should we do show bet? Show, show bet like always like, lose. like yeah, but like show yeah. bet like. I'm not, I'm not saying we have to. We don't not, have good luck with show bet. <laughs> not, well, I'm here now. It's different. It's, we have a new dynamic. Oh. It's Gabe and Jake, and so it's different. I like this. I like so this. Like where this is going? We don't even have to put a full pizza money. We can put like one Miller High Life. Money what is on she? It. What, what, is, what are her odds? Plus one eighty five. What? Yeah. Minus two seventy five and plus one. That doesn't even make sense. She should be like plus two ten. Plus two twenty. I bet well here's the thing. I bet you a bunch of people bet Steph at the last second too. So maybe we wait last second, bet Sabrina. Because maybe Sabrina it gets up there. there. Yeah, because I could see Steph want uh, Because you know though. he's a competitor. Steph's right. Oh yeah, I'm not like saying he's gonna take a dive like, at all. I could see initially where I was like, oh, he's not gonna wanna like really like if he's you know No, he's a competitor, he'll he'll wanna win. I I believe that part for sure. But I'm saying, like, if she go, like, 44.8% with defenders is crazy. So, if we could get, like, if it gets up there, because you know, here's what's going to happen. People are going to go immediately look at, go, oh, Steph. And they're going to lay the number. So, if people are betting Steph all day long, yeah. there might be an opportunity, 
you know, I just five can't because it's today at seven o'clock. It's six fifty nine. Yeah. I just can't bet a plus one eighty five against Steph Curry on I'm a shooting it. game. I'm gonna no, do like it. I just Officially. doesn't make sense. But Sabrina, thirty seven points in All Star Weekend, which is a record. You know, Curry's trying to break that one. I mean. It's just I get it. My, my brain won't let me do it. You know, it's kind of like trying to bet the, the Niners last week. You know, it's yeah, like your right. brain just doesn't let you do it. Right. You know, well, the also the there. Chiefs were underdogs in that situation, though. So even it's, still, that, makes, that makes it easier. Even still, wasn't all the money on there? Wasn't like seventy some percent of the money and all the bets Everybody were all on KC? That, yeah. So it's like they tried to. I don't know what's going on there. So all right, in that same vein, if you don't want to okay. bet Steph at minus two seventy five, minus two fifty. Who do you want for the dunk contest then? Because McClung right now is minus 275. Heavy favorite after he won last year, obviously, and he's unbelievable. G- give, Jake, give the other guys out right now. Who, yeah, who, thank but, you. Thank you. I need but that. the rest of the board, Jacob Toppin, 8-1, to one, Jalen Brown, 6-1, to one, Jaime Hawkins Jr., 6-1, to one, which was moving because yesterday that was about 8-1. to one. So that's I'm, who you got. I'm Puerto Rican, so I'm never going to bet on a Mexican to win the NBA <laughs> dunk contest. Hey, hey, white guy, don't laugh back there, bro. Only I, I can say the joke and laugh. No, it's fine. No, but I can't. I, I mean, honestly, that's really, it's, it's funny because it's true. Like, no yeah. one's like, oh, the Mexican dude's going to win the slam dunk contest, right? So, hard pass there. Jalen Brown, too much of a superstar. He's like, might, he might, he's not a. People also, like, it seems like don't like him. He, he, he hasn't, like, where Tatum has taken on the role of, like, the face of the Celtics. Jalen Brown hasn't necessarily been able to do that. And he's a guy who thinks that he's deserved of more than. He's given so like people never like that angle yeah. on, on athletes. He also disappears in the playoffs. Some you know so Mac McClung, Jacob Toppin, like two guys from the G League, <sighs> slim pickings. I could see where Mac will make it just because that's what he does. It's a TikTok guy. I'm I'm going Toppin. <laughs> Did you say he's a TikTok? He is guy? a TikTok yeah. guy. He is. Yeah. Does he make TikToks? He's just like a guy that you know was famous from you know social media. Oh yeah, got more fame from social media, but and, more so to say he does that stuff all the time. Right, he's doing trick ducks right, all yeah. the time. Where That's Jaylen like what Brown he's like known trying, for. Yeah, Jalen Brown's trying to shoot threes in the real game to win. And Mac McClung still is practicing on the sidelines. Now, Jacob Toppin, because his brother, oh, he's a mm-hmm. beast. So I could see Jacob kind of doing it and him being that guy. Maybe have so what's he what's he at right now? Toppin, he is I, that that I to me is my I think you're right, right. Eight to one's the best price. Plus six fifty? Bad MGM, yeah. Eight to one best price. Eight to one? I like it. I kind of like it. Because the dunk contest is one of those things where, you know, you miss a dunk. It doesn't matter how good you are as a dunker. If you miss. You That's know, the problem, too. They give them too many opportunities. Like, we've seen guys screw it up, like, three times, and they still get tests. That's the worst. You got you to gotta start having some stricter scoring here. It's ridiculous. I'm trying to think how else to – you know, there should be, like, a box. I'm being funny here. But there should be, like, a box <laughs> with, like, props. You know, and yeah. you, you kind of like how they have, like, a photo booth. You know where you go in and you get a couple of things. Get, and you the, gotta, get the cars out to jump over again. <laughs> get, couple of, do the do the Blake Griffin. Kias. Yeah, there's got to be something else, or maybe the dunk contest should just be alley oops, right? Because you're trying to think about what's exciting. And you're sure. right; it is kind of difficult to be, you know, innovative and and, and kind of have this one of one dunk at this point in the slam dunks history. So like, but alley oops, like fast break alley oops. Get the people going. And, but so so if you bring it down with some authority, maybe like they got to do something different. Yeah, the dunk. The, I like feel like the dunk contest ever since nine foot the, rims. <laughs> I'm just saying, like we got to think of something, right? Like these guys, this is terrible. Mac McClung, no, no shade, but no, no, no shade. Mac McClung and Jacob Toppin are half of your NBA All Star yeah. dunk. Like, come on, that's that's terrible. So I would need something else. I need something else. I'm out. All right, last minute okay. three point contest. 
Right now, Dame Dame's the favorite, four to one, but followed by Tyrese plus four fifty, Trey Young plus five fifty, Markinen plus six twenty five, Jalen Brunson same price, Malik Beasley plus six fifty, Cat seven to one, Donovan Mitchell seven to one. I'm taking Cat again. I yeah, think he's a, he's a one. great shooter. Uh, Trey Young will be my second one. Everybody else, I think I would want to say Lori, but his his release takes too long, so I'm, I'm gonna go Cat. How about you? I'm also in on Cat. Just I mean, been there, done that. Like. I mean, we talked about it in the All-Star game. Like, it feels like Dame doesn't care. Like, he's just going to be there to, like, yeah. just hang out. So it feels like – I kind of feel like Trey might take it, like, super seriously, and he might just try to win because he hasn't won anything ever before. <laughs> so I feel like that <laughs> might be something point. that he tries to do. But, yeah, I'm going to go with Cat, too. It feels like he should not be that far down like the board. It. Trey Young, though, throw a couple of dollars on him. See, we're finally we're getting Gabe and we're we're forcing Gabe to make some I'm bets, back, and we're doing something. We're I'm making back. it happen with all those soccer winnings you had from this morning. Just roll it over and into the three point contest and dunk contest. That's what we're here for. This is the better angle. One hour down, two more to go. Jake Hassan, Gabe Ramirez, with you until seven o'clock Eastern. Stick with us. We'll be right back on the other side of the break.